just want to shit to all of you Them who out there don't say nice things to them girls <laughs> Treat all like diamonds and pearls Dedicate to all the girls around the world I'm Mrs. Raven and Shaggy with a combination with your name Flip this one for your musical day Views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. 
Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show. Gosh, thought about it before we came on tonight, and I was wondering how many years. How many years and how many of these things have we done for Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, um, Whispers Friday Nights, Game Nights, where we used to play games like Family Feud? And, um, I mean, how many of these things have we done? I mean, these, these pods have been so wonderful, so wonderful. And five, five um, years. I have... Go ahead, Steve. Five years. June June fourth. June fourth of twenty sixteen was our first. And that was uh when we when we covered uh Big Brother Eight My House. Yeah, and and, and and here's a little you know, I don't know if Eddie'll be around tonight, um, but here's a little spoiler for you. I actually owned this account for about Four years before I finally decided, okay, I'm going to use it and we're going to do a podcast. I And Michael Doyle can tell you this about me. Um, I look into things like this. I own website domains. I own certain things that I may not even be using. And Michael can tell you about that. But And that's, that was the case with this. I own this 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 site, this blog blog talk radio site, I think for about four years before I even decided to actually use it. So um there there's a little history for you. Um and I have to give thanks to my producer tonight, Steve Kent. Um because that song's not going to make a lot of sense to a lot of you because of how we normally come home, but I'm on the road with three daughters and sort of missing home, and I got in touch with them today. I said, hey, can you get can you get this song, uh, Angel by Shaggy, loaded so I can open with it tonight? And he said, sure, no problem. He did it. Like he always, he always does. The answer, the answer from Steve is never no. He finds a way. Um, even if his first option don't work, he still finds a way. So um, that's for you, JJ. We miss you. Um, girls are doing great. Um, Little JJ Jenna actually learned how to do a store audit today. I taught them how to do a store audit. They actually know how to walk into a store right now and do a full, complete store audit. So, but that song was for you. Uh, thank you, Steve. And uh, we'll be home. I don't know, probably in a week. Um, they love, you know, they love it out here. They love doing this. I don't, 
I love seeing how much they enjoy it. But, you know, I don't like the road anymore. Um, but they love it. Um, they love the attention. And little J.J. and Jenna love getting more involved in understanding, you know, the business and stuff. Autumn is just like, she she just loves going in the stores because when they see her walk in, they've got her some hot cookies waiting on her. Just like way back when I first started when Christopher was little, um, it, still, it still says that on our menus, um, our cookies taste tested by our professional three-year-old Christopher. So that's how long this has been going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's what the stores do, you know, um, when you go hit the road and they know the boss is out there visiting and he got kids with him, they're going to take care of the kids. They know they take care of the kids. Um, they're probably going to get by with me, but, uh, so right now on this trip, it's autumn and, uh, and she loves it. I mean, they lo- they love the traveling, love the hotels. Uh, we've been to Nashville. Well, we start out in Memphis, get Nashville, Chattanooga. We're in Atlanta now. Um, I mean, we're going to go down Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, um, back up through Missouri and then Arkansas before we get home. So it may be a, another few days before we get there, baby. But we miss you. And um, they're doing good. Kids are doing great. So, but tonight for the podcast, we're going wild and wacky, aren't we, Steve? Wild and wacky. Yeah, and God knows there's been so many, so many moments. Whether it's whether it has to, whether it has to do with certain players or maybe maybe perhaps it isn't exactly wild and wacky, but maybe we could also cover some gigantic moves that have come out of nowhere as well. I guess could those yeah, you know, and, and here's, that that's the interesting thing, Steve. When I was thinking about doing this podcast, and I sent you. You know, I sent you what I wanted to do. The thing I was thinking about was how were fans and our callers going to define wacky and wild and crazy? How are they going to define those words? Because um, just for example, and I, I'm not saying this is this should be discussed or anything, but just for example. When JT um, had his communication with Russell on cross tribes, that was a dumbass move. Does that qualify for wild and wacky? Or you know, I think that is, would... is, is wild and wacky more like Kathy Schleckman taking a machete and threatening to chop her fingers off while she's out there? <laughs> Well, I, th- I think it can. I think it can classify as both, Jim, because when you think of wild, it could be something like people would not even expect at all, and nobody would have expected JT to brand to, to reach out to to somebody like Russell 
who, of course, JT didn't know at the time that Russell was a lying, backstabbing piece of shit. But, you know, nobody expected that at that at that time, that JT would actually go and risk his own game and do something like that. So, if anything, I think that could be classified as wild. Yeah, and, I mean, I mean wild, wild and wacky. I mean, we, we could bring up Sue Hawk with her final trying to yeah. help council um, speech that I've told everybody was pre-written by the show. She didn't come up with that. They did. But that was kind of wild and wacky. And Richard Hatch getting naked. Um, What about Nora and how she acted? Cass and how she acted? Um, Randy Bailey? We've, we've uh, Shane Powers, we, we've had some crazy ones, and I think, I think I've been around you long enough, JB, that I heard you laugh a minute ago, and I know that you're all here. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, we got to, we got to reach the JB, JB, that's actually a good thing that we've been around each other long enough that I even know you're here just because I hear your laugh. With us as well too uh, Teresa's here And uh, Melissa is Finishing up uh, dinner She's going to join us uh, Within the next 10 minutes or so Okay well, Let's get JB Hey Teresa Let's get JB's thoughts first I mean you know, when Steve posted this about the wild and the wacky moments and stuff, you know, the crazy stuff, how how did you think of it? Did you think of it as just crazy, stupid crap, or did you think of, well, Eric Reichenbach freaking gave his life away, so that's pretty stupid and crazy. How did you how did you think of it? Is is this all encompassing one thing, or is it maybe some separate categories? I think it's uh, encompassing uh, everything, really. Uh, look at uh, JT and uh, his two uh, idols that uh, that he had on uh, China. I'm um, not JT, uh, but uh, James. James, but James. Yeah, big James. With with yeah, three chances James. to play it. Three, yeah. chances, three more chance, three more times to play two idols. So if he was right, trying right. to save them, yeah. James Clement. But but when you talk yeah. about crazy and and being out there, what about what about when Coach Wade had to go spend time out on? I don't know what it was. Was it Exile Island? I don't know what they named it that season when he had to go away. And he, yeah, exile. And he came back, and he, I mean, and they showed him out there all by himself, kind of like, is this guy okay? Is, is he okay? I mean, <laughs> he in his right mind, what's going on out there? I mean, was that kind of a wacky moment for Coach Wade? Well, you know, you can uh, take you you can 
take it, uh, you know, how it is, really. Everybody's going to have their own uh, crazy, wacky kind of moment. And uh, from what I have uh, read, you know, all this is tonight is talking about, uh, you know, any kind of crazy or uh, wacky moment. And that right, right. and it doesn't and it doesn't have to be crazy or wacky. It can just be, you know, something that uh hasn't happened uh yeah, on Survivor. Right. If it's your opinion, we're not we're we're not doing a, a top ten list on anything tonight. It's just a, right. a, a discussion on everyone's opinions about the the wild and wacky crazy things they've seen on this show. I mean, you have to mention fair play with with the dead grandma stuff. That's got to be in there. Oh yeah. Or I can't remember which one he, which uh, tribal council this was, but I know there was one tribal council when he was uh, with his confessional and with his vote. It was basically. F you. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you two. I'll give you two more things that jumped out at me. So we leaving without even getting a vote. How crazy and wild was that? Yeah. Just because she was the only one uh, that wasn't immune. Right. Right. And then the other. And I know Tim Gross if he shows up. He's going to love this one. What about Adam Clyde trying to play the damn podium or whatever it was at Tribal Council as an idol? (laughs) Oh, that was a good one, too. And I wish I knew now who drew that picture of Boston Rob playing that same podium and Jeff saying, it is. A hidden immunity idol. It was probably Eric that uh, that drew that. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one that came to mind. It was kind of wild. It was kind of wacky, but it was kind of uh, it was kind of I don't know, I don't know how you'd classify it. It was kind of jaw dropping. And Barter exposed Zeke. That is wild because just like the uh, – I'm, I'm, well, this isn't really the same thing with, with the JT, but, you know, nobody expected Barner to come out with something like that. N- nobody on the show would ever come out with something like that ex- unless they wanted to be an asshole except Barner. And right. I think at the I wouldn't even consider it wacky though because you know it seemed to have been done with it, malicious well, intent. It was, the thing about it, Steve, it was so personal. Yes. When when you're getting down that personal, I don't know if you if you say it's wild wacky or you say it's sad cutthroat. Bitter. Yeah, that's probably unforgivable. Uh, unforgivable comes to mind. 
Yeah. To me, it seemed like it, it, it seemed like Varner was trying to gain brownie points or something with the uh, with the gay community or something because of the fact that uh, somebody like Zeke was, you know, portrayed at at one point as, you know, may, maybe he maybe he uh, he put himself out there to his castmates as being straight and. Varner could tell by his mannerisms that, uh, you know, that wasn't the case. And Varner decided, Varner probably decided, hey, I'll be a, I'll be a hero to my own community, and, you know, I'll expose Zeke for who he truly is, thinking he'd get brownie points. Yeah, but what a backfire! Really blew up. Yeah. Yeah, because because that community didn't think that was a noble act. They thought it was betrayal. Yeah. And it was. So, um... It's it's easily one of the most despicable things we've ever seen on the show. It was. It really was. And I warned everybody. I warned everybody that season it was coming. I told everybody before the episode aired, get ready. Your, your mouths are going to drop tonight. Just get ready. Um, what about Brandon Hans and how crazy he went? Is that wild and wacky? Yeah, and that you yeah. stole one of mine. Yeah. Another that, one, but I th- too. I think you... Go ahead, Go ahead, Teresa. Okay, well, I was going to say... Uh, Another one was in Cambodia where the only two people that got votes had uh, played a hidden immunity idol. Well, that could could, uh, qualify, I think, because of the fact that uh, obviously so many idols were played that season to begin with. Uh, I don't think... There was uh, up until that point there had ever been a vote I think where where both where nobody got votes because of the immunity idol. Yeah, yeah. But back to Brandon with what yeah. he pulled. What 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 all he pulled and all the commotion he stirred up. I I will never ever forget. The shot of at at that time, my two girls, Brenda and Andrea, who had been fussing and fighting back and forth out there, and people didn't know that they were fussing and fighting, but the two of them came together and were hugging each other and crying because they were so scared of how this guy was acting. Um. So that's kind of wacky, but but can we turn it back around and say like when Sandra thought she was getting voted out in Pearl Islands, how she goes and dumps rice, or how Jane wouldn't give food to anybody but her main ally and hid stuff, or is that wild and wacky too? I think I would get it. 
usually if it, if it's anything that would be out of the ordinary, I think should be classified as wild and wacky. So what? for Sandra to go do that what? and dump rice like that when they need that rice, you know, as uh, that's basically if they can't fish and they can't, uh, you know, they can't get any other sources of food, the rice pretty much stands as their main source of food. Now, was that Game Changers or was that uh, Winners at War? No, no, that was her original season. Sandra did that on on Pearl Islands when she she got her first win. She thought Uh she was leaving and she went back and dumped a bunch of ice, I mean rice and stuff at camp where nobody could eat. Yep. And Ma- Melissa, you are uh, you are with us. Uh, you are officially uh, connected now. Hey, Hi, Melissa. Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Hi. Hello, Mel- Melissa. Sorry, I'm late. I, I was eating buffalo wings. Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I, I am. I'm speaking. I, Melissa, I'm speaking to you from Atlanta, GA. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that picture I posted that picture I posted for the mods today where we're eating lunch, that was the varsity. Whenever I'm in Atlanta I always want to go to the varsity. I mean um so um we'll be out of here in the morning heading somewhere else, but uh I'm I'm glad glad you're on here. Um we've kinda of, sorta of been defining what what is wild and wacky and crazy or um is it dumb moves or is it just crazy behavior? What do you think? I think it's um what I would consider wild and wacky is something like Rupert stealing the shoes from his yeah, from the other good. tribe. Yeah, that's good. Um, people that are just funny. Like Michaela and her. Michaela, Nora, Yeah, just being funny and silly. Um, Things like pouring the rice. Um, Yeah, we just talked about that with Sandra for Pearl Islands. Yep. Speaking of Sandra. So, so So, Melissa, you sound more like the conventional thought of. Just crazy behavior, because we've got crazy other people that think it bad. should. In, we've got other people that think it should include crazy dumbass moves that someone made. Well, I mean, I think anything good or bad that people have done stupid, you know, just being silly or dumb, or you know. Um, Make it harder for everybody else, like pouring the rice and beans and crap like that. Yeah. And let's um, not forget Philip Shepard. I'll catch you up real quick, Melissa. Some of the people we've talked about were fair play because of his dead grandma stuff, Barter because of how he did Z. Um, JT, because I gave away 
the information to Russell, and then Brandon Hance because of how he acted. Um, Suri having to leave when she didn't get a vote. Is that crazy or just gameplay? Um, same thing with Eric giving away his immunity. Is that crazy or wacky or just gameplay? Same thing with Big James having two idols and leaving. And then something we haven't talked about. What about all the the, the medical evacs? Are those shocking? I mean, look what happened to Caleb. Yeah. You know, um, because a lot of those, a lot of the evacs probably really changed up the season. Yeah, the the wacky, the the craziest. I mean, how about when um, Stupin got burned? Yeah, Yeah, Stupin got burned. That's kind of of wild. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. But I think... We talked about about Ash getting naked. Yeah. That's kind of wild, <laughs> especially when he did it the very first season. <laughs> yeah, really. Or that, or that Kathy chick, that Kathy Fluckman that um, went bananas that. and was talking about, yeah, cutting herself with a machete. I, I mentioned that. I, I actually spoiled uh-huh. that that season. I actually spoiled that season, Melissa. That, that wasn't part of... Uh, something that came out publicly from CBS. I spoiled it, and it got to the point where everybody just knew it and believed it, and she confirmed it. Um, She threatened to cut her damn finger off with a machete. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. Um, Or eating eating rats on Corneo. Tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or and uh Hatch and his nakedness. Yeah, and what about what about I mean, a wacky moment is Stephanie getting her shoulder separated and popping it back in place. Yeah. That's such nuts. A badass. That was crazy. Yeah, I know, that is that is wild and crazy. Uh what uh-huh. about shooter? Shooter with her top coming down and not even worrying about it, just flashing it. Oh, I know. There's a couple of actually over the over the seasons, a few that just like threw their. I think even Michaela did that once. But her top was Jen, coming off, and she, did, about, she uh, just said, "Screw it." What about Jenna and Heidi? What about Jenna, Jenna and Heidi? Yeah. Showing yeah. their crap for some peanut butter. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. And then what happens? What happens with them? They get a damn deal with Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and made, and made men crazy. around the world it's all crazy. And Heidi, uh, Steve, I think you'll know this, um, Heidi married Cole Hamels and they're still married. Cole, Cole Hamels, yep. Yeah, they're still married. <laughs> hmm. Jenna a different route that didn't work out so good, but <laughs> um, or Mike killing that pig. There's been some. There's, there's also been some crazy uh, stuff though. There's what, also one. Uh, how, how, uh, 
how can we leave out Dan Spillo? Yeah, I can't leave out him. Ooh. Oh, you like to, though, but. Yeah. The I mean, first... black mark in Survivor history. Yeah, it's I the mean, first time that somebody's actually that, been evicted. That, that practically ruined that whole season because it made everyone choose sides and it put. And, 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 and I'm going to take probably an unpopular opinion right now. And I'm going to side with Missy and Elizabeth because they didn't know the severity of what was going on. And they were still trying to use things as a gameplay. So when it came off on TV, it made it look like they were okay with what was happening. When they, they, they really weren't. They really weren't people. They really were not okay with the behavior. They thought it was more just BS and using it as gameplay. And they got portrayed as such heels. Yeah. And, well, Kelly and, was the one who... And it I, was just and the I editing. Know both, I, know, I know both of them personally, and they're not like that. They were not like that. And they hated how they got portrayed, and they were pissed off about it. Um, but it's a TV show. You know, it's a TV show. Again, there's uh, edit. You know, it's the uh, editing. Yeah. So, um, and uh, I mean, some of you may want to know. Elizabeth is probably going to be on our Olympic team again this year um, in swimming. She's still doing that. Um, but uh, there's somebody actually from around. There's somebody from around my area that actually qualified. I think or at least moved on to the next round uh, out of Massachusetts uh, when, it, when it came down to the qualifiers for, uh, for I think female Elizabeth, I, think Elizabeth did, I think Elizabeth did, too. I'm not sure, but I think she, I think she qualified, too. But, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing happened from Dan. It happened from Dan. It didn't come from Missy. It didn't come from Elizabeth. They were involved in the aftermath of what happened. Yeah. You know, they were still trying to play the game. And I, I don't know. I mean, what do you do if you're out there? I mean, you don't know what's the truth. You don't know who's telling you the truth. I mean, maybe the girl telling you this. Maybe Kelly Kim is telling you this to try to get you in. I mean, you don't know it. It's a game out there. Um, I just, I just know after it was all over, and they knew the truth and everything, they felt really horrible about it. That's all I can tell you. Whether you ever want to forgive them or whatever, I'm just, I'm telling you the truth. They, they hated, they hated what happened to Kelly. So, yeah. uh, so Dan. Dad has to be on the list. I mean, I mean, we're not doing a list, but he has to be 
he has to be highly thought of. Up there with Varner and Fairplay and Brandon Hance. And, of course, his uncle. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, here's where it gets hard with me and Russell because what did Russell do that was wild and wacky or dirty? I mean, he basically played the game. He made other people do crazy things. But what did he do that was so dirty? Well, actually, I probably wouldn't say he did anything dirty, and and that's probably my my uh, my definition of the whole wild and wacky of just him just being crazy. I mean, if if anybody knows me and my history with Russell, and I think most of you do. For me to be able to sit here and say this and actually defend him, you know I can be um, pretty open about these things and not hold grudges when we're talking about him because on his gameplay, how he played, I don't remember him being dirty or crazy or wild. He played hard, and he he made other people. Make- yeah, I I wouldn't and consider they- him to be dirty. I wouldn't consider yeah, Russell to be I probably dirty. Wouldn't yeah, either. yeah, he he did have quite a quite a few moves that came close to the. Uh oh, Jim Jim just dropped. No, in the middle of talking. I'm still just, here. I no, not you, JB. No, uh, Jim Jim dropped. That's Uh-oh. why he got. Cut. That's why he uh, cut off uh, randomly. Um, uh oh. But must be some kind know, of shit I, going on in uh, Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know. I'm look. I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at the thing here, though. Here we go. He's back on now. Got you back. Yeah, on, that Jim. was what happened. that. That was Autumn's fault. That was Autumn's fault. She won't see my Uh-oh. phone. And she grabbed it and she hit the wrong button. So that wasn't my fault. That was Autumn. <laughs> Be a good girl, Autumn. I told you I'm on the road dealing with three girls. Cut me some slack. <laughs> I would okay. say if nothing okay. else, he was really <laughs> smart. I, 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 Teresa, I've said this over and over and over. And everyone knows that he and I hate each other, but I will always give credit where credit is due. The season he played on Samoa, his first season, was probably the most impressive game I have ever seen played by a male survivor. And I love Natalie White. She's my homegirl from Arkansas. But Russell... Russell deserved to win that season. Yeah, but Jim, we got uh, we got Cam- we got Kansas on the line. But okay, Jim, but, I'm so but, glad he didn't. I have to pipe in with that. I agree, Kansas. <laughs> I agree, Kansas, and I was fixing to throw in a huge butt. But yeah. 
to get blood. You have to consider the jury. You have to consider how you put them there and how you treat them. Because they're the ones that's going to decide. And he never figured that out. Kansas, he even told me that. He even told me that after um, Samoa, while we were waiting, we were watching um, All-Stars, the uh, Survivor, or what was it, Villains and Hero, he told me in between, he actually still thought he was going to win, and it hadn't aired yet. He thought he was going to win Samoa, but he knew he mm-hmm. wasn't going to win Heroes versus Villains. And I, I ended up telling him, Russell, you're not going to win Samoa. And he didn't want to believe me, and I told him what the vote was going to be, and he didn't want to believe me. But the, th- the thing is, he told me, Jim, I just, I guess I don't understand because I, I feel like I'm Mike Tyson. If I take him out, I should win. And I said, Russell, it, it's not boxing. You've got to get their votes. You've got to win their votes. And he never could adjust his game to get people's votes. It's like Courtney Yates said. He could be sitting there against a potted plant, and we would vote for the potted plant. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Jim, I told you I stopped watching Survivor because I couldn't stand him. And he was just ruining the whole game for me. I literally watched the finale praying, please don't let this disgusting troll win this game. Not even seeing the whole season, I was so happy. Yeah. Well, you I, just, I, 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 could, I could see enough because the final, you know, the final show, they show you all these bits and pieces of things that happened. I might have watched maybe two episodes, maybe three tops of Survivor when he was first on, and I couldn't watch the second time either. I just couldn't stand the guy. I detested him. Me too. Well, Candace, yeah. there, there, are a, there are a lot of Survivor fans like you, but unfortunately, he does have a fan base. Oh, I know he uh, does. Oh, yeah. yeah. He sure does. But, but the problem, the problem he ran into with Survivor in the USA, kind of was me because uh, he blew it. You know, um, he was out there, and I mean, the dumbass. This how this how dumbass and cocky he is. He was out there playing. And telling other players while cameras were rolling that he knew Missy A.E. And he he knew who won the last season, all this and that. He oh, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. With, oh, with man. With cameras uh, on him and bragging. And oh, so, so... Season where he was against Boston Rob, that's when he was doing it. That's what he was doing. And Mark Burnett's wife, Roma Downey Jr., who a lot of you will know that she's an actress. She oh, I know who she is, yeah, from Touch by yeah, the um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What what's 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 that show she was on? 
I'm like, all the hell you had to do was just shut your yeah, shut mouth. Out, right, right. All yeah. you had to do. It's all you had to do. That's not in his no, persona, huh? though. You know, that's not <laughs> and him. And now, and now, at that point in time, you got to go back to that point in time, Kansas, in history, with how much Popes was in love with the Hanses. Ugh. Why? So Pope. So Probst wants to go after Shannon Elkins, and he wants he wants to bring a lawsuit against Elkins. Oh man! And so now I'm stuck. Now Mark Mark doesn't think that's the truth. Mark thinks it's Russell. Good. He doesn't think it's Shannon, and he kind of likes Shannon. He doesn't think it's Shannon. So Mark sues me. Under, oh, that's, I, I sort of remember this now. Yes. I remember Mark you telling me, part of this story. Yes, I Mark remember sues this me under, Mark, sues under, Mark sues me under an account he had in San Francisco Cisco called DJD Incorporated. He sues me under that account. And he does it in a way to where it's like, I hurt ratings, and I gave away stuff. You know, he's trying to lay all this shit on me. On you, wow. And this oh, was like, wow. when they, this was when they changed from going from one night to another, you know, which was a mistake. They should have kept the same night they always had. But yeah. this was when all this shit was going on. And I get what I year get was all this these, now, Jim? Huh? What year was this? This was a while ago now, huh? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, this I, I, was I, like I, about ten years the, ago. I've still got the uh, I've still got the documents. I've still got the emails back and forth <laughs> for me. And that's between, been a while since he was when he was. Yeah, I've got the emails between me and the attorney Adam Brazine. That's who was representing wow. Mark. Adam was the attorney for the Olympics back then. So he, I mean, he had a big name attorney, but, you know, I mean, you guys know me. That shit don't scare me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, and it absolutely. was all because Russell lied. All Russell had to do was say, no. No, it's not me. That's all he had to do. That's all he had to say. Yeah. So now Jeff Probst, because Jeff don't like Shannon because he knew what we plotted about Shannon's finale. You know, they were going to walk off the stage. They, they, was Russell was, against Shannon? Is that why he picked him? Or was he actually no, no, supposedly I mean, friends with the guy? Was he friends with Shannon? Or was he against him? He knew Shannon. The only way I knew Shannon was Russell introduced him to me. I was so walking was around Shannon, the mall, Kansas. I was walking around the mall in Memphis buying school clothes for Christopher. I get a phone call, and the guy says, Are you Missy A.E.? And I said, Uh, yeah. You know, because I got. I always get crazy crap like that from people, you know. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, well, I'm going to be on next season. And I was told by a friend of mine that says he knows you that's been on Survivor, 
you could help promote me. And I said, uh, okay, I'm still not buying it all, you know, because I've heard all this shit before. And I'm like, listen, I'm out in a mall right now, and I'm <laughs> shopping, buying school clothes for my son. Call me tomorrow, okay? He said, okay, I will. And we hung up, and he called me tomorrow, and he explained everything about who he was and and how he knew me through Russell. And I'm like, okay, he's got to be legitimate, you know? So he so, was friends with Russell, then he thought he was Russell's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and, Shannon, and Shannon's wife hated Russell. She hated him. See, women but, are smart uh, with this crap. You know, we can always tell. We can always yeah. tell when our husbands are just with the wrong men. Right, ladies? Yeah. We always know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, anyway, um, Shannon and I, we became very close. I mean, we were like brothers. We were like brothers. Um, oh, yeah. Our families got close. You know, his kids and Christopher got close. I got close to his wife. Um, he introduced that's how I found. That's how I met Shaq. You know, the NBA guy was because Shannon knew Shaq because Shannon was from Louisiana and he knew Shaq from when Shaq played college ball down at LSU. That's how I met Shaq, and that's how Christopher got that autographed jersey from Shaq, and how Christopher played online games with Shaq. It was through Shannon. Um, so I mean, we were. I mean, we were like brothers. Um, and then Jim, this lawsuit the comes along. This lawsuit comes along. It's like, wow. okay, I Punks wants to sue Shannon, and Shannon didn't do anything wrong. Shannon came in on the back end of it. He, hell, when Shannon played, I'm just gonna be honest with you. The season Shannon played. And we talked. I didn't get shit from him. He didn't know what the hell happened out there. All he knew was what happened before he left. That's all he knew. Now, I did meet other people from that season. That's my favorite season ever, you know, with Brenda and Eve and Holly and Jill and Marty and Matt. and I mean, I mean that's my favorite season ever. But it had nothing to do with Shannon. Shannon was clueless. He was clueless. <laughs> what season did he spoil? Or he supposedly spoil? Shannon didn't spoil crap. He didn't spoil crap because he didn't know what happened. No, he didn't know no, what happened. What, no, that's what I was saying. Uh, unfortunately, you couldn't see me uh, do the air quotes, but I was basically saying... What yeah, he, he, he did help me. He did help me get. He did help me get the list of the cast. Their aliases under the hotel and their real names. He did help me get that because he had a copy of it in his hotel room before they flew out in Miami, and he hid it behind a painting in his room. And, of course, when he came back home, he wasn't in Miami, and he couldn't get it. 
and him and I talked about it, and I'm like, well, how can we get that? And we started discussing it, and we we talked to security at the hotel, and they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't go in there and do it. It was in Miami, and it was at the time when Shaq was playing for the Miami Heat. And so we came up with this brilliant idea, let's get Shaq. Let's get Shaq to go to the hotel. They're not going to turn down Shaq. Let's get him to go into the room and get it. And Shaq agreed, and he goes to the hotel. They let him in the room, and he gets the list, and he faxes it to me. That's how I got that list from Shaquille O'Neal. What a story, JB, for sport. Oh, I know. <laughs> Jim, by the way, I checked uh, I checked when it comes to Elizabeth. It looks like she didn't make the Olympics, uh, the U.S. team this year. Okay. Because I'm not right. seeing her name at all. All right, but that's, that's how Shaq came into the whole thing. But back to Russell against Shannon – This this whole thing it, it got so crazy because I covered my ass. I mean, I own a business. I own a business. I have a lot of assets, and I I, I knew what was going on. I knew I was being sued, saying that I was putting oh. ratings and shit on CBS. So I covered my ass at the time. And got all my shit out of my name. So if anything happened to me, I wasn't going to lose nothing. So this lawyer for Mark, Adam Brzezine from California, tells me I've got to meet him in Memphis and give a deposition. Music, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, JB. And, and, I, and I tell him, I'm like, you're in California. You're in, you're in San Francisco, California. You want to come to Tennessee, and you want to make me come from Arkansas to you and talk to you. I told him, that ain't happening. I'll come have dinner with you, buy you a plate of ribs from the rendezvous, but this deposition ain't happening because you're crazy. If you want me, make me have to come to California. He knew he couldn't do it. He couldn't do that. And so it gets, it goes further and further along and it gets down to a point where I actually get to talk to Mark. And Mark is nice as he can be. Mark is like, look, I don't want you. I didn't do this to get you. I understand you, and this is his words, you are a great ambassador for this show. That's what he told me. But 
I want to know if I have any people on my crew. That was his main concern. It was his crew. It wasn't Russell. The main concern was his crew. I want to know if I have any concerns on my crew. I said, Mark, I, I don't even know people on your crew. I don't even know who they are. He, he felt relieved. He was like, okay, good. He said, all right. Now, what about Russell? And I said, I don't want to do this, but Shannon hasn't done anything wrong. And I know if I don't do this, Shannon is going to be played as the villain. So I'll give you Russell. Russell did talk, but that's all I'm giving you. I'm not telling you anybody else I've ever talked to. But I'll give you Russell, because I know that's who you want. And he said, okay, thank you. And then his next comment was, who else? I said, what did I just tell you, Mark? I'm not giving you nobody else but Russell. He said, okay, thank you. And then they dropped. They let it go. And that's when he went out there and he told Russell, your gig is up. So you see, Melissa, I've been through a little bit of crap with this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that went on that times. that went on for like about nine months or something like that. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. It was nine yeah, months. It was, Jeez. It was it was ugly. And I and I and I and I will share this with you. And I hope I don't cry because it when it happened I did cry. Um I was driving from Arkansas to Memphis for a meeting. After I had talked to Mark, I knew how it was going to be dealt with, and nothing was going to happen to Shannon. And I had, man, I had, I had people. I don't know how everything leaked out, but I had all kind of sites wanting interviews, wanting to interview me, and um, I promised my first one to Andy from from Reality Blurred. Which I don't know. He he did a great job on the interview, but I don't personally like him. And Shannon hates the hell out of him. But uh, um, I did I did a lot of. I mean, I was I was in the New York Times, L.A. Times, and God, I was E, CBS. I was everywhere. I was everywhere. Um, but. Uh, I was driving from Arkansas to Memphis for a meeting in the office about, you know, about the ham stores. And uh, and I got the word from from Adam, Adam Brzezine, you know, Mark's attorney. They were going to drop everything against me and Shannon. Um, and I called Shannon. And I told him. I said, I did it. He said, what? 
I said, I told him the truth. I, I fingered Russell, and I cleared you. And he said, are you serious? Because him, him and Jennifer were scared to death. I mean, they had kids. They just bought a house, you know. Um, I said, yeah, I did. He said, I can't believe you did that. I said, I told the truth. He said, what do I owe you? That's what he asked me. I said, you don't owe me nothing, man. I did the right thing. He started crying. He said, nobody has ever done anything like this for me without expecting something in return. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't. I I just think I did the right thing, man. So that was it, you know. That was the whole thing. And that's why you'll never see Russell Hance on CBS again. Yay. Yay! <laughs> yeah, Yay! and it's all... If, if, if you it's, don't like Russell and you want someone to thank for never being on CBS again, you're on hell. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a cold day in hell before he ever comes back. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, it, and it was the all funny, because the of funny, the it, funny things about it were the the bantering back between me and and uh, and that attorney Adam Brazine. That that should have that should have got its own sitcom. It was so funny, back and forth. I mean, I drove that guy nuts. <laughs> I drove him nuts. I mean. He, he thought he, I mean, you know, I got served, I got served those first papers. I got served the, the lawsuit. I got served the papers. And uh, and I told Shannon about it. I said, look, I just got served these papers, and it's it's a pretty big stack. It's going to take a while to go through it. So we, we had, he had a lawyer, and then I had a, uh, of course, I had, I had my, business lawyers and a personal lawyer and then I had uh, I got you know I don't know if many people know this but Reality Steve that does The Bachelor him and I are good friends and when this came out it scared him because he was he was doing spoiler and he was like oh my god what's going on and so he knew a uh, bachelor that had been on the show that was a lawyer, and so I had someone from Louisiana, I had someone from New York, and I had four guys that I knew, I had six lawyers on this, and they all decided that I was such a good mouthpiece that I should just hide all of them and drive this lawyer for Mark crazy. 
and it worked. I mean, he kept wanting my lawyers because I wouldn't tell him who they were, and I was the one dealing with him. So he couldn't send them papers. He couldn't send them anything. He had to send it to me. And the thing about that was, and this is kind of funny, because I put Shannon on the phone so he could hear it. Um, I went to the sheriff. I went to the sheriff of the county where I was living in Arkansas uh, and where we still have a home. He's not the sheriff anymore, but uh, I went to him because they're the ones that deliver the, you know, the knock on the door and the papers and shit. And uh, I said, Shannon, I'm going to keep you on the phone so you can hear what's going to happen. He said, okay, okay. So I go to the sheriff and I said, listen, I helped your ass get elected. You know that shit. You know I did it. Now, don't bring no more goddamn papers to my fucking house about this shit. Do you hear me? If you bring any more damn papers to my house, I'm going to go against you. Don't bring this shit to my house no more. I never got another damn paper. Nothing. And Shannon was like, wow. I'm like, that's small town, Shannon. That's how it works in a small town. So, and, and that was what was funny. That was what was funny when the when the lawyer would contact me. Well, I just sent you something two days ago. You gonna get it? And I'm like, I really don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really so, think I care? <laughs> yeah. So it was, and he got he would get so frustrated. And I don't remember what season it was. I don't remember what season it was coming up. But it was it was time for finale. And he kept messing with me, like, you know, you we're going to do this. I'm like, look, dude, I'm going to go with the finale, okay? If you want to be at the finale and uh, and meet me, cool. This is where I'm going to be. And yeah. he's like, you're not going to I'm like, yeah, I will be at the finale. And I went to the finale, and then I, I came back, and I, I sent him a picture of me at the finale. <laughs> But that's how crazy it was. And I, I'm not well, saying he's a bad attorney, but he had a bad case. I mean, you know, it was he just he had a bad case because I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, his client even told me that I was a great ambassador for the show. So how did I do anything wrong? Yeah. Plus, you're helping. Uh, uh, plus, you're helping Shannon Elkins mainly because uh, Russell Hands is throwing Shannon Elkins under the bus, and Shannon is one of your, uh, you know, main dudes. And it's like. Right. Right. You're not going to do I, that I, to I, one of my. You're not going to do that to one JB, of my dudes. JB, I, JB, I told Mark that when we talked. Yeah. I, told, I told Mark that I said, Mark, I'm going to be honest with you. 
Shannon hardly even knows what the hell happened to him when he was out there. And he sure don't yeah. know what happened afterwards. Jim, I think we and have... The thing, uh, the, thing about Mark, the thing about Mark was he, he kind of liked Shannon. So that helped, too. Jim, I think we have Michael Doyle joining us on the line here. What's yeah. up, Doyle? Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Have you been listening? Michael. Doyle, is your is your mic working? No, he's got himself muted. <laughs> oh, he's switching. He said he's switching his. He said he's switching. He does his that Bluetooth. all the time. <laughs> no, he's switching. He's. He's switching his Bluetooth. That's why nothing's coming. Uh, that's why nothing's coming through. Oh, okay. Hey guys, right. can you hear me? All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're, now, we're, we're waiting on you, buddy. Yeah, sorry, I had to switch headphones there. I was using my work headphones, so. All right, good deal. Good deal. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, good. Good. Getting ready for the next season of Survivor. Yeah, it's, it, uh, mm, I don't know how to rate it yet. Don't, don't, ask, <laughs> don't ask me for a 1 to 10 yet, because I'm not sure about how to rate it yet. Yeah. No, the one thing I like, though, is, um, uh, there's no, there's no, like, um, uh, how do you say it? There's no theme. It's just straight out. Survivor, so Survivor. You know, yeah, one, yeah. And, and and if you're keeping up in uh, whispers familiar with the cast for the next yeah. season, it is without a doubt the most varied cast we've ever had. Yeah, there's like three people from uh, Canada on there. We we've got Canada. We've got people that have. Uh, Migrated into the USA. Uh, we've got white, we've got black, we've got the next two cast are the most diversified I've ever seen. And and I will tell you, there's some of them that are very, very nice people. I know a few of them already. And they're very, very nice. Hint, hint, Good. hint. <laughs> good. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, I, I, I just, from knowing what I know so far, I don't, I don't know how it's going to play out with uh, the lesser days because they're still going to mix in a whole bunch of damn twist and. Crap, you know, like they do, like Jeff Day. They're still, I mean, you, you go from 39 days down to 26, and you still use the same amount of twists and stuff. It's kind of, I don't know how that's going to work, you know. Well, you know, they used to do, like, every three days they'd have a comp. So I'm guessing that they're going to, like, Every one, 
every every other day or it's, every day? It's, it's a every it's a every two day cycle, but still, if you mix in a bunch of this crazy stuff, it gets kind of jumbled up, you know. So are they, um, are they ever going to leave tribal council then? <laughs> I don't, it, it's, uh, and, you know, the next season starts out with three tribes, so that takes more time to get down to, you know, eventually they always get down to two tribes, and then they go from there, and you've only got so many amount of days. I'm thinking, over, I'm thinking with my production mind, you know, because I produce so many survivors, and Big Brother games on Whispers, I'm trying to figure out how you do that, and you do it with only 26 days. Man, and you want to keep throwing twist in? I don't know. There's going to be a lot of doubles. I don't know. That's going to be that's going to be crazy. Unless no, Jim. Reason, unless what unless, unless what they choose to do, if they if they choose to have it where you know how normally where there's three tribes, there would be two uh, that would be immune. Maybe they'll start it to where only one tribe is immune every single oh, that, cycle. Oh, I, I can tell you that's going to happen. I'll tell you right now that's going to happen. They're going like to do two. They're going to they're going to they're going to do two at tribal or leaving. Yeah, that's gonna happen. The thing, the thing I'm, that I'm, I, I'll I, tell you I, that right now. So that was spoiler alert. <laughs> the the one thing that I was thinking of too with the tribal councils, they're already going into two three hours, and then you have the challenges, which is two three hours plus. So that's already six hours, and that's like every two days. How? You know, how is that going to pan out? I, I don't get it. I mean, the thing about this, we can be critical of it, and and Survivor fans will be. They'll be critical of it. And my opinion right now, and it may change, but my opinion right now is they're not going to like it. But my opinion right now is, when they were dealing with what they were dealing with, with the pandemic and everything, yeah, they they did what they could do to crank out exactly. two seasons, crank out two shows. So what the we may holy look, hell was that? You know, after we get fifty seasons in, we may look back at forty one and forty two and say. Oh well, those those were the pandemic seasons, and we kind of yeah. dismiss them. Or you may look back at them and say, "Well, they had it harder and tougher and shorter." And I like that. You know, it's going to be up to the fans. Yeah, I think it's possible, Jim, that they we may see asterisks next to this season, sort of like sort of like uh, an asterisk next to uh, next to. Uh, what's it called? The season that that Chris Underwood won. That oh god, uh, he oh. that he technically isn't considered a winner because he didn't play the full season. But yeah. that would be obviously a different story. 
Yeah. A different but I mean, I mean, that's, Melissa, I mean, that's, I mean, talk to me. That's reality, isn't it? I mean, if you're out there and and you're with a network, you got to get these shows in. you got to try to make this money. Fans have been waiting a year. Yeah, um, exactly. And you, 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 you can only, you know, with with what's going on, you can only film 26, 29 days and then take a week off and do another 26, 29. Um, Tim, we're just so happy to have Survivor back. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is, really. right? is, is that is that the opinion fans are going to take, Melissa, is we're just glad we got a couple of more seasons? Are we going to have oh, these assholes so. attack it? Are we going to have them attack it because it was only 26 days and you don't deserve to win? No, I think it's going to be fine. Uh, a little I, bit I, of both. Yeah. Yeah. I think that most fans won't care. I think... I think a lot of fans won't care. They'll just be right. glad that there's a survivor. Exactly, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I, Melissa. I, I, like I us diehard fans, we won't care, really. Yeah, right. I, I, I agree. I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Survivor fans, and you guys that are big brother fans can shoot me all you want, but I will forever say <laughs> this. I will, and, and my wife knows this, and she is total big brother. But I will forever say there are no more loyal fans for a reality show than Survivor. By yeah, the way, I, uh, see I agree of, with that. Speaking of Big Brother Kansas, I know I know you'll probably be uh, be calling in this summer. Uh, oh yeah. A, a bit of a note that our first podcast, which will be technically the Cast Assessment Podcast, uh, will be the Friday after they do the Cast Assessment, which is supposedly going to be they're supposedly going to reveal the cast on the thirtieth. Oh, okay, cool. So, wow, this is um, really coming up fast. Melissa and I talked about it, and, I talked about it and uh, it would be it would be next Friday if, okay. if the date hey. is right. And Kansas, Kansas is another positive to this. You won't have to listen to me. It's going to be Melissa. <laughs> Melissa is going to be running the show. <laughs> oh, Melissa is going to do a great job. And and Kansas, knowing you. I know that you will be in full support of Melissa. Oh, you better believe it. I'll be there with bells on. <laughs> yeah. So, I knew yeah. you would. I knew you would. Believe you me. <laughs> She's going to do great. She's going to do great. i got to tell you, the last two shows that you did, Jim, the one that you did, it, it, the, uh, the Hero Show, because I wasn't at either of them. Now, the Hero Show, it wasn't listed, Steve. I kept going every day to look to there see, wasn't? you know, are you guys doing a show? Are you doing a show? It was not listed, you know, on on Survivor, um, you know, on the huh. Survivor on the Survivor, um, you know, page on computer. It yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. And I called up the night before, 
you know, to hear, you know, because they, they'll usually say, you know, the next podcast will be in, you know, so many hours or whatever. And it was saying there's no scheduled show for the next 24 hours. And I'm like, there's not a show then. And then I That's see weird. that you're doing this, sh- that you guys did the show. And it was like, oh, shit. And then the next night when you guys did the villains, I couldn't do that one because my little Bentley had to have mouth surgery and have ten teeth pulled. So my husband home. Oh, 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 he was well, such not- a, my little my little Yorkie. So my husband oh, ended up well, staying we actually, home. We were up so we early were, in the morning with him, and we just kind of crashed. You know, I, I, so I, there was Kansas, no way I could call him that I think night. Kansas, that's kind of confusing and alarming because. I, I have told everybody my process on this. You know, I don't plan stuff out like a month ahead or nothing. I, I go week to week. And normally after a podcast, we finish on Thursday. Like if I want to do one for next Thursday, I'm done after Thursday night. I take Friday night off. I take Saturday and Sunday off. Monday I start thinking about it, and I'll message Steve, and I'll say, how about we do this this week, and he's okay, he gets the artwork, we get it up that day, and we roll with it, I mean, it's it's not, we, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know why you didn't see that. The shows are always listed on well, your the, page, well, was, but the, this the, one, the, the one I'm, week, the, yeah, the heroes week, was not listed. We, the thing I'm trying to say is we don't do it last minute. There's always four or five days planned out. I usually find yeah, I it like I, on a Wednesday. I usually see it on a Wednesday, a Tuesday Jim, or a Wednesday. So. It's usually up. Th- those, I've never those seen it up on a Monday, recall, but on yeah, a Tuesday or I, Wednesday it would be up. But I, I will, I will plead, I will plead guilty to not planning things out a month ahead because. I, I, that's never been me. Anybody that knows me knows I like to wing things. And uh, when we get through with something, you know, I'll think about it a day or two, and then we'll come up with something, and Steve gets with it, and we promote it for three or four days, and we go with it. So, Well, we, um, we talked about this on the show, though, the, you know, the shows before, you know, that that was what you were going to be doing. You weren't sure if it was going to be yeah. heroes first or villain first. But right. I knew that, you know, those next coming Thursdays were going to be those shows. So right. I was surprised when I didn't see it listed. That That's happened Damn. before when you might have canceled a show, because I usually will always no, no. check to make sure the show is still no, going on. Me, but like I said, even me, the blog talk said there wasn't anything going on. Let, let me interject something, Kansas. I did take a Thursday night off because um, my family and I went to Panama City, so there was a Thursday we didn't do anything. So yeah. maybe that's and, but, the Thursday and, yeah, exactly. But these last two, but, yeah, but, but those last two, but, that was this last, um, this past Thursday. Kansas. But the last two Kansas. shows that you did, like I said, it was the one before, you know, the, the one before you went on vacation, the one that well, you did Kansas. the Euros. Yeah, that was a few weeks ago now. Information. All, all I can tell you is we, I did I did take a Thursday off. I do know that. Now, you were on that show because I listened to them both. Okay. I listened all to right, those Kansas. shows. Okay. 
Kansas. There, there, there were there were two. There was a two week span where blog talk was going weird, and <laughs> that's that might probably have what been happened. A product of it, because uh, if you remember when we did the the villains the villains show ended abruptly early because I ran. Yes, it was a two hour show exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I got disconnected out of nowhere, uh, and Jim and JB had problems calling in that night as well. Yeah, I remember it hearing that. It was hardly possible. It was hard to connect. But that one was listed, though, that... but that was listed on your page. It was the week before. Yeah, See, I would, I would have been able yeah, to call the but... week before. I just thought you guys weren't doing a show. Well, what, I, what, I, what I'm saying, though, Kansas, is it's possible that it might have been a glitch in Blog Talk's uh, listing. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Well, especially considering you guys did the show. I, I was just bummed out because it's like, I, man, I could have called into that show, but I couldn't call into the <laughs> villains one. But the, I have to, can I just tell you guys, I enjoyed that show so much. You guys had me in freaking stitches. Teresa, are you here by any chance? Yeah, I'm here. Teresa, you had me in hysterics. There was, you're talking about TJ or something, and you said something like, whoever would put TJ as, as a top ten villain has to be smoking some good crack. <laughs> I was just dying. <laughs> that was so freaking funny, Teresa. You had me crying. I was laughing so hard. And then there was Eddie was talking about some girl that was on there, you know, that he thought was, and he's like, she was such a Totally agree. I think I think we're gonna have a good start 
with a great cast. Now, what they do, who knows? But I think the cast will be good. Because well, I mean, if I'm wrong, she's still she's still doing it for Canada, isn't she? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm excited. Robin, no, she's not not anymore. She's not even oh, doing not the US either, Canada. I don't think. No. Uh, are you sure? I think Robin is still with Can uh, Canada. I I'm pretty sure it's not her anymore. All right. But we need to check be, on that because I, 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 I think she is. Right. I think she is. But yeah, you could be right. But Melissa, we're getting close, yep. girl. We're getting close to you debuting your show. Yeah, Melissa, I'm so excited. How are you? <laughs> so, I, I'm trying yeah, what made not you to think about it. I am so happy for her. Just so Melissa, happy. be prepared. JJ, this big brother so brings excited. up the worst than me sometimes. It, they, these people sometimes can make me so mad. So be prepared well, I for me to really know. lay off the hey, scheme. I will, I will yeah. say that, you know what, in, uh, in light of what she said, that was something that Sarah has commented to me about. She's like, boy, Kansas is really pissed off about this. <laughs> yes, it, uh, it brings up the worst in me sometimes. It's terrible, but it really does. I mean, Kansas is like all of us. Kansas is like all of us. She gets pissed off. But she has honest opinions. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, but Melissa, I will tell you that the head of BBW, JJ, is so happy we have a female hosting. I love it. Big Brother Whispers podcast recapped. Hell yeah. Awesome. So. JJ is so happy that you're doing this. Well, well, there is there is one thing I will have to say that I will like about the uh, Big Brother pod versus your Survivor podcast, Jim. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes! Here it comes! Uh, <laughs> uh, Here, here comes! Lay it on me, girl. Lay it on me. <laughs> I don't have to get up early the next morning. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. If that's, all, if that's all it is, I can live with it. Oh, and Melissa? I, I, yeah. thought, I, thought, you were, I thought you were feeling Naomi with something harder. No. And Melissa, you, yep. you should be so proud of me. Well, I'm I'm happy and proud that they and honored that they asked me to do it. I'm no, no, no. To think about it. No, I would. No, I was saying you should be proud of me that I finally uh, grew a backbone. Oh yeah, good girl. Yeah, yep. you you now I'm lost. You've probably missed this, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, just, somebody just said now I'm lost. Uh, I I got full time at the school for the summer, and so I was going to quit my job at the commissary when I went in to tell the rep that I worked for that I was I uh, was quitting. He was basically like, "Shit, 
And so I'm like, okay. They wanted, they wanted her to find her own replacement. Yeah. And, yeah, wanted her to find her own replacement. And it's just like, you know what? Get up and walk out. No. Exactly. That's not, that that's not, how the way, that's not the way it goes. If you leave it, that ain't your job. Mm-hmm. That's not your job, and, that's his. And so, uh, my, uh, so my husband, and I think Melissa did too, basically said, if you say you're going to stay till uh, they find a replacement, he's just going to sit on his ass and not look for exactly. a replacement because he's got you wrapped around his little finger. Oh, that's awful. Exactly. So finally, I just uh, got everything caught up one day, left a note and saying, uh, see you later. Don't want to be you. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Well, I mean, even when I was him part- as a, as a, uh, you're not going to want to use him as a resource uh, for uh, <laughs> wherever you uh, you go for a job next. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't say it, I didn't say it like that. I was basically like, uh, this is my dream job. This is what uh, I went to school for. It wasn't the stock stock stuff at a commissary. And even when I was part-time, I was still making three times as much as I was there. I I I I will tell you from being in the business, you're checking on references now. They are very tight with the information they give you. They don't. They yeah. don't give out a lot. Mostly, what they want to give out is just um, dates you were employed, when you started, and when you left. That's all they want to give out. Exactly. Well, hey, yeah. I was there three years, so you know, it's just kind of like they are. They are Trust me, they're not going to come out and say, oh, my God, she was such a bitch. We finally had to get... They're not going to do that. It's They're going to give no. you dates of employment, and that's it. Well, I'll tell you what. The commissary itself, you know, the people who work at the commissary, not not the reps, because he he's not employed by the commissary, but the people who I worked with uh, at the commissary, they were like, well... We're happy for you, but we're sad you're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we we see that all the time in my business, and we instruct our managers, don't even pay attention to that stuff. Bring them in, interview them, and see what you think personally. Don't even... Worry about the other stuff. See what you think one on one. But anywho, back to our original topic of discussion on the uh, uh, wacky moment. I've got a uh, wacky moment for you in four four words. All right. It's a fucking stick. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, oh, such, such language! Oh my God! And you, you had, you had to bring her up tonight after she lost the election last night. 
Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Teresa, yeah, you didn't notice. Didn't. Uh, that is that is the stick that's on the uh, advertisement. Yeah, she uh, she did not win the election, but she says she's not giving up. So it sounds like she'll run again. And I think she will eventually win. I really do. I really think she will. Um, but uh, yeah, I yeah, told her if that, I lived in New York, I would have voted for. Her. Oh my God, I would too. I would have too. But uh, you know, it's New York. My God, well, a lot of people up there, folks. It's hard for somebody that's never been a prosecutor to win as a DA. Yeah, she probably but, needs to start out small and But I think she would do a great job. I really do. Because And I will yeah. say this. This is one of those people that is made to look bad on T V but once you get to know their sweetheart. Oh, Eliza's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. I've I've been friends yeah. with her for years. For years. Anybody that's been long-term in the mods, they know me and Eliza are close. Eliza, here's a secret for you. There are a lot of survivor players who used to play that love spoilers. Eliza's one of them. (laughs) She's come to me pretty recently. Um, for information about what I knew. And then I would tell her, and I'd say, what do you know? And she'd say, well, this is what so-and-so has told me. So it's like a back-and-forth thing, you know? Um, She's a sweetheart, though. She really is. Um, One question I have, since you know all these spoilers, are Eliza and Corinne friends in real life, or are they just the or did the producers just decide, hey, these two would be a good team together, so let's put them together? A lot. Chris, who? No, uh, did I, I did say Chris. I meant uh, Corinne. Oh, you said you said Corinne. Um, At least I thought you said Corinne. Eliza and uh, Corinne are not that close. Eliza and Courtney are very close. Courtney Yates? Yes, they're very close. Then they should have put them on uh, as a team together on anything. And I'm close with Courtney, and I'm close with Corinne. I'm close with both of those. Um, I've got a long history with Eliza. We, We even had a we even had a very huge disagreement at one point, but we got over it. Yeah. Yeah, her and I had kind of a conversation after I watched uh, Valo for the first time. And because it was like we were watching it, I was watching it, and my husband just happened to walk in the room at the time when she gave her uh, uh speech at uh, the final tribal council when she called Twyla a lying, deceptive bitch. And my husband just kind of halfway listening through it, just kind of, he's like, man, don't hold back. Tell her how you really feel. 
<laughs> and I told her that, and she just kind of like el- wrote, wrote back, LOL, thanks for your support. Well, if you're ready for another story, if you're ready for another story that will take a few minutes to tell, I'll tell you the disagreement I had with Eliza. Okay. Because it's it's a behind the scenes spoiler. Okay, what happened was Brenda, I don't know how it always comes back to Brenda, but it does. Brenda was like the hot commodity while her season was airing. And uh, in New York, they have what they call survivor wine parties. And they get cast. I mean, they get ex-cast that live in New York to come over. They have wine. They have cheese and all this stuff. And they watch the show. They try to get the current cast members to attend that are on the season they are watching. They did this with Brenda. And anybody anybody that knows the history knows I was pretty much managing Brenda um, and I told her it was a bad idea. You don't need to do this. You don't need to be seen with previous survivors. That won't look good. So she declined. She told him no. So there's a fun, some kind of fundraiser in Houston, Texas. I don't remember what it was, but there was some kind of fundraiser in Houston, Texas that included survivors. And Shannon Elkins went to it. Um, and he, he, he texted me and he said, uh, Jim, Eliza is down here telling everyone your girl's going to be at uh, their party in New York next week. I'm like, that's not true. He's like, I'm telling you what's telling people. So I call Brenda, and I'm like, Brenda, Eliza is in Houston, Texas, telling everybody you're coming to some kind of party in New York next week with, you know, their little wine and cheese group. And she's like, I didn't tell her that, Jim. I'm like, well, I'm telling you what she's telling people. And so Brenda's like, okay, I'm going to call her. And so Brenda calls Eliza. They have words. 
and Brenda still don't go. She does not go. So then Eliza and I talk, and I'm like, why did you do that? And she said, I really thought she was going to come. I said, why didn't you at least ask me? Don't you know how close we are? And she's like, I thought she was going to come, Jim. I'm like, you should have never told people. You should have no, never told people she was coming unless she committed. And the bottom line is, Brenda didn't go. She didn't go. And Eliza and I got past that, and we were like, okay, it's a misunderstanding. We're cool. We're still friends. We're not going to bring this up. It's okay. So I was just trying to look after Brenda because she was still active in a cast, and she didn't need need to be involved with ex-survivors at events because it would look bad for her. It would look like she was spoiling stuff. So, and I will say this, to Brenda's credit, I can pretty much say she 100% listened to me when it came down to stuff like this. And I totally respect the person that she is for how she did all of that. You know, honestly, Jim, I never had anything against Eliza when I saw her on Survivor. But when she was on The Amazing Race, I thought she was just an awful, horrible bitch. <laughs> well, hey, let me ask you this. When you when you saw Amazing what did you think about Corinne? She played with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't like either of them. I thought they were both bitches. Okay. That's why they cast them that way, Kansas, because that's what they wanted. They wanted two bitches right there, and... They, they did were a good, good job then. They were they were good at that. They were good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I know both of them, and neither one of them are. Well, I won't say they're bitches. I will say they can be bitches if they need to be, but they're really not if you get to know them. I didn't feel that way seeing her on Survivor, but I just saw. Just a totally different light. Oh, my God. Especially with Corinne. Especially with Corinne. She's... They were just I mean, so she, unlikable. She, well, the thing with Corinne is she likes to be seen as a bitch. That's the thing about her. She likes to be seen as a bitch. Yeah. But she's sweet as she can be. If you get to know her, I love her to death. I do. I mean, we. I've known Corinne for years. I helped her get back into Survivor. She was done. She told me. I went to her and I said, I want to do an interview with you. I want to do a interview with you in Survivor Whispers premiere. And she's like, Jim, I'm done with this fucking show. I could care less. And I'm like, just come on here with me and tell your side of what happened with Sugar and at least let fans know. And 
then you can let it go. And she's like, okay, Jim, I promise you I'll do you that, but I'm done with this shit. And she did. She came on and did an interview with me in Survivor Whisper premiere. She was great. And then about six months later, she messaged me. She said, can you believe this? I'm about to go on the damn show again. I'm like, are you serious? I thought you was done with this shit. And she said, I guess I'm not. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how they are, Kansas. That's how these people are, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I, I can just tell you that, that, that Corinne and Eliza are as sweet as they can be. They are bold. They are strong women. They do stand up for their opinions, but they're good. They're good. They're good women. Well, the ones that stood out to me the worst, the most unlikable, were them, and of course Nicole from Big Brother. Well. Those three just really rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm not I'm not an Amazing Race, uh, you know, fan, but I watched because of yeah. all the people that I knew. That was harder for me to defend because I don't know Nicole as much uh, as I know the others. I do know Victor. I do know Victor, and he's well, a he's not he's super, cool. He didn't do anything oh wrong. Oh my God, Victor is super, super, super nice. Yeah, I was the opposite. I didn't care for Rachel. Oh, I didn't like Rachel on Big Brother. I never liked her on Big Brother. And and I mean I she wasn't I mean and, I and truthfully the other reality shows that she was on, she never was really likable on any of those shows. I didn't like Rachel, but I always always respected her because she was a damn good player. But that circumstance I have to stick up for Rachel over Nicole. But outside of reality shows, just Rachel being Rachel, you know, with with her husband and you know as a mom, I think she's so. I think she's really cool. I like her as a person. Outside of reality bullshit, I like yeah, her, I mean, her, her, her her genuine self. I think she looks like a great mom. Her kids are adorable. You know that she I has can, a great marriage. And I mean, I I like her outside of. The shows, I always would say, you know what, just keep her off of my TV. I, I can tell you this, Kansas, about Rachel. I've had her on a podcast, on an interview, and I can tell you that it was kind of a tough interview because she was trying to take care of her kids through the whole night. She would have to leave for a minute or two and do this and this. So, I think she's a great mom. I really mm-hmm. do. I think she's yeah. a really great mom. And I will, I will fully admit, I did not like her. She was not one of my favorites. But I did respect her as a player. She played her ass off. But she was such a big baby. It was just the crying and the stupidity and just ugh. I, I just didn't like it. 
And I didn't like when they brought them back. That was awful. When they showed her and Brendan just crying in the room. Do you remember that, you guys? That was just the worst. When everybody's having fun and the two of them are in the room yeah, alone crying. And it was like, yeah, why are they even we, on? This is so horrible. If we, if, we didn't, if we didn't have them back, we wouldn't have had that rousing game of big booty on the, uh, on the feeds. Wow, big booty, wow. Wasn't that entertaining, y'all? So oh, hey, it produced a couple of quality gifts. And we wouldn't have had the garbage bag wedding either. That was lovely, too. Remember that? So, Melissa, welcome oh, to Big Brother Podcast. <laughs> I'm sure, Melissa, you felt exactly about Rachel on Big Brother like I did. Am I right? Were you a fan of her? Yep. Yeah, uh-uh. No. Nope. Yeah, exactly. I forgot nope. about that. She I just got on my lap. She was ridiculous. She was I ridiculous. I forgot about the garbage bag and, and although, um, see, I was a fan of Shelley Moore. Not too many people are. Oh, boy. But oh I really boy. liked Shelley. <laughs> I really liked Shelley. But when she was trying to, she was trying to get rid of Jeff. If you think about it, the only way she's going to win the game is if she gets rid of Jeff. Right. Well, then, then um, Rachel, she goes and tells Jeff. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Oh, I thought you were going to bring up. uh, I thought you were going to bring up the shitstorm that came afterwards. No. Where her family See, that, I, 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 I didn't like Shelly like at all up until that point when she finally turned on Jeff. Then I was I was really happy with her. I hated her through this. And I didn't hate her, but I was so disgusted with her. It was like, is she playing the game for herself, or is she playing the game for Jeff and Jordan? That bothered me so badly. I hate no, that. No, she was playing the, the game back. for herself. I hate that. She was, she was playing the game for herself, but she Not was making it she seem wasn't. like she... Oh no, she she was she just thought that she was going to go farther with Jeff and Jordan than she would with the others. She was starstruck with them. She I know. was totally. Star- you, know, to, you know what was cool, talked, Melissa? I got to talk to Shelly. I got to talk to Shelly about it, like about five or six years later, and I was really honest with her, and I and I told her why I didn't like her game at all mm-hmm. at the beginning, and how it bothered me, and she understood. She said, you're right. Yeah. And, she, and she admitted this. She said, I was. She said, I really was. I was such a fan of Jeff and Jordan. I really wasn't playing the game for me. She talked about this, honestly. No, and, and, entire, and I said to her, but I want to let you know, I said, as a fan, where those other fans were so terrible to you, I'm the exact opposite. Because when you did it, Shelly, when you finally turned on Jeff, I stood up and I screamed and applauded for you. And I said, yes, Shelly, yes, now you're playing the game for yeah, you. But, <laughs> but, but Kansas, Kansas, to be, to be perfectly honest, it wasn't just her. The entire cast was dark. The entire cast. Cass, it sucked. I mean, That's hell, why I hated that season hell, uh, so much. Adam, Adam slobbered all over Evil Dick. He did. Uh, it was disgusting. Oh. It was awful. You know, he, was... Oh, Adam. <laughs> Adam was the guy. Awful. Adam was the guy who played the. He played the game on his back. That's what yes. he did. Exactly. He was con- That's all he did was lay on his back. 
And eat bacon. Every time bacon. you would see and him. And eat bacon. That's bacon, it. Reminds me of, yeah. reminds, bacon, reminds, bacon, reminds, bacon, bacon. Reminds me, <laughs> reminds me, remind, it, it reminds me of Nicole, all three of her yeah. seasons. Mm-hmm. Only he wasn't having sex. Yeah. Bacon, bacon, bacon. I'm sorry. Was that was that a sexist <laughs> comment that I that I just made? Well, okay. <laughs> well, at least at least we at least we played at least we played the disclaimer beforehand. <laughs> but Melissa, off the show, Shelley, uh, she's so cool. She is so damn cool. Okay, so I did a dissertation on her game. Um, a lot of people were just pretty um, pissed off at her, and a majority of it was because um, she went against Jeff and Jordan. Yeah, because they were Jeff and Jordan fans, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yep. Yep. But the okay. hatred that but she anyway. got was so horrifying, Melissa, and what happened, and, and then the, the little girl was involved in this disgusting mess. and it just it, it made me so disgusted with Big Brother fans. To sink so yeah. low so, for Jeff and Jordan. Yeah, I, did a, was I, I did the dissertation on her game, and she liked it so much that when she did her, okay, this is back when the they used to do the live feeds on, was it Real Player? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Big Brother yeah, Viewer, I think. Or no, no, it was it, Real Player, yeah. Yeah, anyway, they did a she went and she went and did a, a, a interview with them and she actually brought my name up and thanked me on this interview. <laughs> now that's cool. Yeah. She's a really nice lady. I love her. Um but yeah. <laughs> She's one that I would have loved to see her play again, but after everything that happened, she wasn't about to do that. No, I, could, I can't blame her. She went through so much mm-hmm. hell. She had to get the FBI mm-hmm. involved. I mean, it was scary for them as a family. Yeah, oh, wow. It sure was. These big, brother, these was big brother fans were, like, sadistic. They were horrible. Oh, they still are. Melissa, maybe that's somebody you can get as a guest down the road. Well, I I have lost contact with her. I don't I don't talk to her pretty much anymore. Um, I'm not even sure she's all that involved. I do know that she does attend some of the reality or the reality uh, if, fundraiser stuff. If uh, if she's around, we can contact her. Between Steve oh, she'd be and I, great on this show, she's Jim. around, we can contact her. See, she was a lot of fun when she would call in and talk about, you know, new casts. That's what she used to do. She'd call in and she'd, you know, throw in, you know, how she felt about certain people, you know, watching the new seasons. And it's always fun, you know, when you talk with previous players to get their take, mm-hmm. you know, on the you know, on the new seasons. It's that's always so much fun. Yeah. I remember yeah. uh, one time, Jim. Um, yeah, I was, I was just saying, if she's around, we can find her. I remember yeah. one time, Jim. But she was when, really uh, cool, Melissa, because she understood why I wasn't a fan of her at the beginning. She understood. Uh-huh. And she said, I get yeah. it. She said, because I really uh, we, did feel that way. She was starstruck. 
She was we so got, starstruck over them. We, we, we got, got a comment from Michael. Michael, your comment? Yeah, I remember um, one time when there were, you were saying how everybody, like, when there's, like, a returnee, how they have, like, the advantage of their celebrity status, how it, it kind of, like, I don't know, it it's an unfair advantage. And then if they, mm-hmm. if, if they, like, kind of team up, like, all the, the vets, like, the new players just don't have a chance, you know, it's just because they have all the advantages and everything, too. Plus, they have, they know what to do. Um, with well, you know the game uh, itself too, so yeah, and they and seem to I, have this I sense mean, of entitlement that, too. Like they should win. Yeah, I mean, they always act that, that way. That's why I said that a lot of people think. And with a situation like Janelle and Kazar, of course that's a disadvantage. They set them up for failure. Sure, you, you're gonna bring them. Totally. You're gonna bring them both back. You know they're gonna be targeted. Don't exactly. bring them both back. But if you bring them both back, they're going to be targeted. But yep. you can bring people back in a manner where it's not a disadvantage. Ask Pope Paul. I just don't like them mixing the casts. I don't like to see newbies and returnees. I don't like that. I it's agree. never fair. I agree. I agree. But if they do that and you've got a returnee, if you're a newbie, you have to understand that. And you have, no matter what your thinking is about how much you like them or whatever, you have to get rid of them. But it never works out that way. Jim, they make but it, they, I mean, even the producers, they make it so they have a better shot. They want to hold on to them and keep them, and they swing the game around. They give yep. them advantages. It's never a fair game uh-huh. when they bring them yep. back. I agree. I agree. That's why but I don't you, want to see it. That's. I agree. But as a player, you have to stick to the strategy. we got to get them out. It was like when we were talking to JoJo, and that's and that's case in point. I would have loved to have seen her go far, and I believe that she would have. I think she would have been at the top if it I wasn't for the, all of them. And they had, I and it was too. a great cast. They did not need the returnees. That cast was fabulous. Her and Ashley both. Yes, it was a <laughs> wonderful cast. They did not need them. For me, it ruined it. It ruined that season, having those returnees come back. Yeah. Uh-oh. And they come back. And that's the thing. It's like the, the sense of this entitlement. The returnees come back like, they, like these newbies should be doing what they say and playing for them. It's like, who cares about them? It's all about us. We're the stars. We're the ones that deserve to win. And it's that sense <laughs> that just turns me off so badly, Jim. You know, that well, reminds me of the comment that Frank made. Um, Frank made in that season. He was talking to Dan or something like that, and Dan said something or other, and then Frank goes, well, Dan, that, that makes it sound like you don't want me to win. <laughs> like, no, he doesn't want you to win. <laughs> of course not. Kansas, I think the thing is, with what you're about to see with Big Brother this summer 
and then two following seasons of Survivor with three new casts. Yes. With how diversive they're going to be, it's going to be very different than what we've seen before. Thank goodness. Well, Survivor casts yeah, have been decent, though. You know, we we were even though we were getting newbie Big Brother casts, you know, they they were not great. That's that was sad. You know, it was it's just they were picking like idiots to be playing, and it just <laughs> no, seriously, it was not good. Because everyone was they saying, picking, oh, see, now, well, you know, were, we need to have all-stars. We need to have all-stars. And then we had all-stars, <laughs> and, and everybody still was, you know, disgusted. Because yeah. that wasn't a great season I don't either. Know. And, and then we got all-stars, and everybody's like, oh, well, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's we need new blood. This is a really big thing to have somebody new casting. Well, now. you're going to have new blood. Yeah, you're going to have new it. blood I like, this summer. Thrilled. I like the season... Season twenty, the the one that Tyler was in. Um, oh God! Yeah, that was pretty good. I agree with yeah. you on that. Yes, that was good. And, that was and, a good and cast. He, but but the season, um, like season, I enjoyed that cast. Was it season twenty one? All they had was a bunch of models. Ugh. All they had was a bunch of models. <laughs> was um, the Jason for, Momoa lookalike? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. I'm, I'm, I'm calling a timeout. I'm calling a timeout. Melissa, who were the models who you're talking about? No, the the, the pretty looking people, the um, Annalise and the, all of them, that, that, um, the actual beautiful people. That just, okay, I don't know. I, five, okay, I, I will give you Annalise. I agree. She's Probably a model. Who oh, else? she was gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> oh, Annalisa. She, oh, God, gorgeous. yeah, she's gorgeous. Terrible player. I think that they like gorgeous. They were they were recruited. <laughs> they were most likely recruited. Well, she wasn't they a good so beautiful. Come on. <laughs> I, lo- I love I love I love how Kansas says, "Oh, she's gorgeous, but she was a terrible player." Am I right? Is anyone going to disagree oh, come on, a majority, with me? A, a majority of them. I love, a majority I love of them. No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, it was all about. Okay, it was all I about the beauty. You. I agree with you. She's gorgeous, but she didn't really do that great. No, it's all. It was all. In my opinion, that whole season was all about the pretty people that were most likely recruited in, except for one of us. Was this the season we had Annalise? Um, we had uh, Haley. We had Bailey. No, Mickey that, won, that which was horrible. Season, I hated Mickey winning. That was twenty. That was twenty. Um, with Annalise was not in that season. Okay. So Annalise, Annalise uh, was the season 20. that Mickey won. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Was, and that one, I have to tell you, I quit watching. If we're talking hotness, if we're talking hotness, you got to add Bailey up there. Yeah, oh, for sure, yes. That Haley was not on that season. But, yeah, okay. yeah, she was All beautiful, right. but at least she knew how to play the game. Yeah, okay. exactly. Right? Oh, she sure did. 
these yeah, other think, people that just come on there I thinking think, all they I have to do is sell their one of the most. And and my wife is my. I will tell you openly. My wife has told me I am biased because I think this girl is attractive. But I think someone who's been underestimated the last couple of seasons is is Bailey. I think she was probably in there to play the game, and things just went off track for her. She well, so what what did it for her was the the um, the uh, her and. Devon had that black, black uh, power, or something like yeah. that. I Bailey, agree. Bailey, Bailey could probably play the game. Devon brought her down. To tell you the truth. Yeah, I think Devon. Here's, here's the thing about here's, here's the thing, Alyssa, about what I think about Bailey. I think both times she played, first time she got screwed around because she ended up with 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 Swaggy, which has turned out to be good for her. But in the game it didn't. And no. Then she hooks up with Davon and I think she just made bad decisions early on. Yep. I was never really a I, big fan of hers to be honest. Especially her first season. I just she just rubbed me the wrong way her first season. Yeah, I didn't I just I I know, like yeah, her, yeah, she just went. the big fight, and it was just, oh, get her off, please. She's just getting on my nerves. Goodbye. I will tell you, I will tell all of you that I know Bailey, and I don't even have to know her to, to know what I'm fixing to tell you. Her and, I mean, I know, I know a lot of people hate the guy. Swaggy, but yeah, yeah, they are very. Yeah. Not a fan of him at all. They are, they are very, very, very successful. Mm-hmm. Well, good for them. And but they also did the a show, terrible thing show, too from Big Brother that had cancer. You know who I'm talking about? The guy that had cancer. He's still been fighting it. Prostate cancer. The older guy. Why can't I think of his Kevin, name from Jersey? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. They, they yeah. ripped him off. Yeah. No, well, Kevin just posted the other day that he was 100% clear. Thank goodness, because he, he battled it again. He was he was okay, and then I saw recently that it reoccurred. And, and if you're, if you're yeah, going to say he, they he ripped he him posted, off, it wasn't He posted just the that. other day he was 100% clear. He was fine. But Swaggy but gonna, and Fessy... And, um, and I guess Bailey was probably involved in that crap, too. They set up this phony. You remember this, Steve. They set up that yeah, phony. It was, it, um, was a, it was a charity basketball game, and it was going to yeah. – all proceeds were going to go to Kevin and his family. The cancer. It, was the can, it, it, was, it wasn't for Kevin. It was for the cancer. Well, I remember it, it was for like it, the camp, would, you know. It, it was to, for it for um. It wasn't the money. They didn't need the money themselves. This was going to go for research and to help people. Oh, I thought. And it was they ended up. They pocketed the money themselves, Kevin. Jim. Swaggy and Fessy. 
Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Kevin talked about that. You know, he was man, trying to I mean, keep it how his daughters were furious. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna deny any of that. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna recluse myself from any of that because I'm friends with Bailey. Um, okay. Yeah, the one the thing was is, it Raven. Did you hear about it, Melissa? Do you know what, what yes, we're talking heard about? Yes, I've heard about that. I've I, I, I heard just about being, that. Look, I'm just being honest. I don't know the truth. I'm just being honest. Well, Kevin's daughters were fuming. I'm just. Kevin I'm just was trying being to be cool about it. Know. You know, he didn't want to really come out. He's he's a very laid back. You know, it happened. It's not good, but whatever. You know, and his daughters were like, "No, Dad, you were being screwed over, and this is wrong. You were being used and taken advantage of." They were livid. His daughters. And 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 I have never exposed that till tonight that I'm friends with Bailey. I'm just telling you, I'm not going to get involved with that. Yeah, oh, I understand. I, because I don't know. I don't know. Honestly. I don't know, Kansas. I don't know. There was um there was another survive uh, Big Brother um in Paul season Raven. She was she was doing all yeah. those health issues. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I don't know. I, d- um, I don't know. She she claimed to have gastroparesis, <laughs> and I I have to tell you this. That she probably does have gastroparesis, but she was trying to make it out like it was her death sentence, that she was terminal, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me tell you, my my um, stepdaughter has gastroparesis, and she is in tremendous amount of pain all the time. And the way that Raven was behaving, no. I don't think she had it nearly as bad. Now, as now, some and other. now, wait a minute, now terminal. And I know that you love her because she's from Arkansas. If you guys are about to attack Raven, I'm about to get loud. I'm not going to attack her. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not going to. I'm not going to attack her. But, you know, if somebody had brought that up. They had brought up Raven, and I, I'm I, just telling I'm you because that she I mean, was not I told off. you, I told you I was friends with Bailey, but I'm very, very good friends with Raven. I know. We grew up about 15 miles from each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all I'm just saying is that she was not terminal. She was making her illness out to be something really, really bad when it wasn't. She wasn't nearly as bad as my okay. stepdaughter. My stepdaughter right, was here's, horribly. Here's the question. Here's the question. Did she right. lie? A, Did she lie about her condition? Um, I think that she not necessarily lied. She just exaggerated. Embellished it a little, maybe. <laughs> Embellished, yes. Yeah. Okay, I got a question. 
Did she go through the surgeries? Most likely, yes. Jim, I so have a question. Had, so she had to endure what she said she had to go through. <clears throat> she had to endure the surgeries, correct. But, you know, she had... Um, she was constantly complaining about how broke she was and how this, that, and the other. And I can tell you this, that insurance doesn't cover it because it is, um, uh, what do they call it? Why can I not even think about the name? But it was, um, she had to pay for it out of her... She had to pay for it out of her own pocket. No, she didn't. Because they were just, they, no. well, her I, insurance I did not she, cover it. I, I can tell you she didn't have to do that. Jim, i got a question. All right. So if a contestant is in the season, all right, like say Ravens um, or anybody, and they have health I, I, issues. I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you. Okay. And no, I know. I know she got painted as such a villain. I know she did. But Raven's a good girl. She's really oh, yeah. honest, God, a good girl. She, okay, I got. I have a question. So, if a contestant has like a real big illness, and you know. Should should they be saying about it on while they're on the season? Would would that hinder the contestant, or do you think that would help them? Oh, it helps them. It helps them. That's but, why she embellished so much. No, but it's not just she it's went, not just that. She like, was she thought like in, she thought she had everybody playing for her. She thought she had everybody playing for her. She thought Paul was trying to get her to win. She thought she had them eating out of her palm, the palm of her hand. That's not and, true. Um, That's uh, not yeah, true. I got, well, okay, we weren't watching that, the same show. That's not true. I know that you love her. I know that you love her, but I, I'm I, telling you. I, okay. She wasn't as sick as she was. I do love her as a I do love her as a friend. I give you that. I give you that. Honestly, you are right. Honestly, she, she you're right. I admit that. You're right that. But I'm going to tell you, she was wrapped up in the whole Pope Paul shit. <laughs> yeah, and not, you know, not not just that, Jim, but she she even acknowledged at the end of the season that there was no way that she was winning. And, she uh, did that in the in jury house, didn't she? She knew that shit. She had met she had met Paul before the show even started. They knew each other. Yeah. I remember That's right. That. You would yeah. you and That's Steve right. spoiled that, didn't you? You guys spoiled that video. Yeah. I spoiled that. I posted a picture of them together. Yep. I remember that. And that blew my mind. I was like, Jim, where the hell do you get all this stuff? <laughs> Because, like, the reason why I'm asking, like, if you're... So, she was part from the start. From the start. She already knew Paul because they met 
and now you're on the show with him, you don't think you're going to be a part of his group? So she got struck from the start. Didn't he go to, like, a? you were spoiling, too, that he went to a baseball game before the show? I don't, I'm not sure it was a baseball game. No, it wasn't a baseball game. Because he went. No, it, it, it wasn't a baseball game. It was a musical thing. It was a musical event. Because he met like uh, Jeff, uh, what's his name, the one that does the interviews, and he met at a like an event or something right before, and then Jeff was uh, saying, she met, "Oh, she met, she, she met Paul at, at some kind of musical thing that Paul was doing." Yeah, it was it was some sort some sort of concert. Yeah. So she she was fucked from the start because she already knew him when the show started, and they throw this twist out. And of course, he's gonna save her because he's like, "Oh, I know her." So she's fucked. That's crazy. And I don't I. I I don't know, man. I, I really, I'm baffled. I don't understand this about fans that don't understand health issues with people. She's gone through all this shit. Yeah. She, she has said she's gone through. She, honest to God, has. She's got the scars. She, but it doesn't. It, it doesn't help though when like Big Brother. There's a whole segment of everything, and then they have Paul laughing at her. That doesn't help either. Like, that kind of edit, oh. you know, when they throw that in her face, that doesn't oh. that doesn't sit well with me. Like, I mean, know, I mean she's, she has to deal with – I'm going to tell you what she's told me. She has to deal with posting pictures because, on one hand, she worries about – people seeing scars, and on the other hand, she wants people to see how she is. I'm like, be who you are. Just be who you are. It's okay. And she's worried because people will see scars on her body. That's sad. Who else? There is, um... Who else was having um, when when they do the edits like it, and they make fun of people on the show while the show is going on? Like I know. Yeah, Paul I mean, was, I mean, we Paul, have, I mean, we have people in here that they don't buy it. They think she's full of shit. Probably just how it's edited on the show, and then just that's how it looks. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because I know, I know, I know personally, personally, how hard it's been for her to still be open. Was she? Was she? Um, did she do the uh, additions, or was she? Was she um, recruited, or? Was she what? 
was she recruited or did she go through like the whole audition process or no no she no she applied she applied but it just turned out that she knew Paul you know they had seen each other yeah, before I, I think she even I think she even said it on the show too that she yeah, that she, she did. had applied as well exactly yeah. Yeah, she applied. She she went through the process. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and you gotta understand, it's kind of crazy for me because we're like fifteen miles apart. I mean, it's like you know we live this close to each other, and we never met. And now you're such a big part of this show, and. I'm kind of a big deal, and it's like, okay, maybe we should have a burger together, and, you know, and we go to Burger King, and, you know, um, she, she's a good girl. She's a good girl. So, or, what you uh, could, or what you could do, Jim, is give her your chicken wing sauce or something. <laughs> I, I mean, I will forever... I will forever defend her because I I know her health situation after being around her. I know she's not lying. Oh, I, yeah, when she, I when I was talking about Raven, I was just saying who else was another contestant that had health issues. So that's why I brought that up because there was oh, other, um, other health issues. Yeah, uh, and then I mentioned I mentioned. I mentioned Raymond. Other, other health issue people. Um, Carrie Deeds had to leave. I mean, if you want to go through medevacs, is that what you're talking about? No, like before the show, like going on the show. Oh, before you went on the show. Zane Knight. Zane Knight for Survivor. He really? went on the show knowing his knee was all bummed out and he couldn't do anything. And uh, challenge comes up, and he can't even run up a damn slope because of his bad knee. And, uh, of course, he gets voted out. So there's one example, day and night, from uh, Survivor. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Um, I don't know, like, who else got before the show who was sick. So, it's, I don't know, it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's hard to know who's, who was sick well, before I, the show. I would, have, I would have to go back and look at it for a little bit. Yeah. I know there's going to, I know there would be more, but I, yeah. I'd have to take some time to go back and look at it, and i don't have that right now. I've only got about uh, 17 minutes before the show ends. So, 27, um, actually. But, uh, Melissa, you still out there? Kansas, you still out I'm there? I'm here. I'm definitely here. I did not want to drown you ladies. Opinions out with mine, okay? Speak up. It's not that I didn't believe that she had gastroparesis. I just think 
knowing how my stepdaughter, how ill she is with her gastroparesis, comparing them with Raven, they are two different things. My stepdaughter is extremely sick with it, okay? And she gets to the point where she can't, she sometimes can't even get out of bed, okay? Because her stomach hurts so bad or she's throwing up or she's whatever. She's just really sick with it. So people with gastroparesis, I'm not saying she didn't have it. I'm thinking okay. that she just didn't have it nearly as bad as my stepdaughter did. Maybe obviously. not. Maybe not, Melissa. Maybe you're right about that. But I will tell you, um, she don't post everything. I will tell you that she she had it hard. She's had it tough. I've seen pictures that were not on Instagram. They were private to me and I've never posted them because I'm not going to do that. But um, and, I, and I can't compare. I can't say who's had it worse, her or your daughter or whatever. I'm just telling you that Raven, um, she's had it hard. She's had it tough. She really has. She said, well, um, thing that she had, she, she gave it a name. I can't even remember now what she called it, but it was something to help her with the gastroparesis. And when she was talking about that, I called and I told my goddaughter, my stepdaughter, I said, you know, there's this thing out there that you can get. And this person who has it, it's on the show, she's got it, and she, you can barely even tell that she has it. You can't even tell. You can only tell when she tells you she's got it, right? And I said, maybe you need to look into that. Well, she did. And she found out insurance will not pay for it because it wasn't a um, FDA-approved thing. It was a prototype of some sort. And yeah. insurance will not cover it. And so she, then she started looking into um, the pros and cons of this thing. And she saw more cons than she did pros. Now, if Raven is going through as much as she is with all of these different surgeries she's having, then this thing obviously is not working the way that she was boasting that it was. I'm just saying that um, knowing what she's going through now with all of these different surgeries she's having, something something's gone completely wrong with her little friend that she had. All I can tell you is, and this is the honest to God truth, from what I know, she still struggles with it. She's still dealing with it. 
Mm-hmm. He's still having surgeries from time to time. And she hides it very well. Um, even when she posts about it, she posts in a manner where it's not as bad as it is. Because she don't want people to know how bad it is. That's all I can tell you. Um, and she does have good care. She is having um, really good attention. And as far as as far as her, that's all I can tell you. That's her situation. And I don't even know what she's for this. But I'm just I'm trying to be honest about her because she really she really she really is not hiding anything. She really is not well. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure the Big Brother did their research, or CBS did their research before they even casted her, because obviously if it was in as bad of a condition, you know, they probably wouldn't have cast her, because they, they wouldn't want to be held responsible if something ended up happening to her during her time in the house. Now, and right. it sounds no like your, your it's, stepdaughter, it's, Melissa, wouldn't be able to compete on a show like that. Well, no. the thing is, the thing is, Candace, I think she got worse after she left the house. I think that's the thing. It wasn't Big Brother. I think she got worse after she left the house. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying is that the – the cons, my my stepdaughter was talking about the cons far outweighed the pros. And I'm thinking that Raven is now seeing the cons of her little friend that she has. Oh, God, yeah. That whatever, that whatever, um, it was almost, oh, gosh. It was supposed to help her, um, digest her food. If anybody doesn't know what gastroparesis is, they cannot digest oh, I, their food. I totally understand from talking to Raven. I understand all this stuff. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she was I, eating stuff that she shouldn't probably have eaten, they were saying on the show, too. I she was eating all, all the time. She was, all, she was always eating. And that's why I'm saying is that if this implant that she had was helping because she wasn't nearly as sick as my stepdaughter. So that's why I told my stepdaughter about it, and my stepdaughter did look into it. And she was telling me what she found out, but Raven had no problem telling people all the ins and outs of her her, um, sickness when she was on the the show. The thing is, though, when you're on the show, you have to be... 100% honest of everything when you're, right. when you're on there. When you're on there and, like, 
when when you're in the kitchen and you're talking about all this stuff, you're seeing all this food that's around you, you know, and that not only is that like really sensitive for Raven, but not only that, she's seeing all this outside influxions and then she has this chance to play in the game. So I can see how that would be worse for her after the game because then like what if she went a little bit too over? You know, you may not feel it right away because normally when you have, like, a, a pain, you don't have the pain right away, you would feel it later on. You know, like, I, I, could, I could see that as well, like, that happening to Raven because, like, just how sick she was on the game, you know, and the fact that she didn't have that monitor, that care while she was playing, you know, because she, she could only go to the diary room so many times and stuff, so, you know, she has to watch it. You know, I, I can right. see her health deteriorating yeah. from that. But but the thing right. is, is I, I would see Raven, because I know the way my stepdaughter is. So when I would see Raven eating all of this stuff, and I know that that would just flat out put my stepdaughter in bed for a month, you know, I'm thinking, this, yeah. this insert well, this Melissa, Melissa, must, I'm, be, I'm, must be the mom Melissa, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I'm sorry for interrupting mm-hmm. you. But I, I want to ask you this. You're talking about your daughter, which mm-hmm. you know how I am with my family. Mm-hmm. I cherish that. So, and and now you're talking about somebody you saw on a TV show. Pairing the two. I'm comparing um, no, no, no. what wait I'm minute, saying, what I'm saying Jim, what I'm saying, I'm Jim. Wait, wait a minute, let me finish, let me finish. I'm going to compare the two. Somebody on a TV show and one of my daughters. Who am I going to listen to? Does that mean the person on the TV show was not right with how they felt? That's not what I was saying. I okay. was saying that she probably did have gastroparesis. And when she was talking about the implants that she had and how, and I was seeing how Raven was dealing. I mean, I was watching the live feed. I never saw that girl in bed in pain the way that my stepdaughter is, not once, the whole time okay. she was. That's okay. why I thought, man, this implant must be the bomb.com, and that's why I went to my stepdaughter and I was telling her all of this, and she looked into it. So okay. with all of the stuff that Raven is going through after the fact, she's now seeing the cons of her little implant. Okay. Okay. Uh- this is the reason why my stepdaughter did not want the implant because it was not FDA approved. It was a prototype or whatever you want to call it. Wow. And, and now Raven was having all kinds of problems with it after the show. Okay. Okay. Wow, that had all, so all kinds of infections and everything. But what wow. I'm saying is that this thing must have been really, really working for her, or she was embellishing. Wait a minute. She was just so, putting a little bit of embellishing you know, a little. 
You don't think when she entered the show, she already had these issues? She had the gastroparesis. I know she did. Okay. I'm not saying she didn't have it. I agree with that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that she had already had the surgery to have the implant in, okay? But she and wanted to be on the it, show. And she wanted to be on the show, so she was on the show and everything. And the way that she was behaving, the way that she was moving, and um, eating, so the, what, everything that she was eating, what I'm her. saying is that it did not seem like she was nearly as sick as most people are with gastroparesis. Melissa, don't forget, there but, could have been times where she was, there could have been times where she was off camera where maybe she was in visible pain. Because the camera isn't always on her 24-7. No, I'm just saying that I thought that this implant was probably a miracle because she was seemed to be um, not having nearly the problems that my stepdaughter would have with gastroparesis. And she was talking about how is she's terminal and there's no cure and that she's going to die and all of this kind of stuff. You, and you don't think you don't think a patient like your daughter could have those thoughts? Um she knows that she's it's a condition that she has that she'll have for the rest of her life. That she's not worried you that it's going to kill her at least not another, soon. You don't think you don't think another human being could notice all of this and have those thoughts? Um, all I know is that my stepdaughter and reading up on it and reading up on it. You're good. Okay. You're really good. You are really good. <laughs> You are. You're really good. You're really good. I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm just asking. Never mind. Because I. I, I'll I, 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 I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying she's really good. She's really good. You know, I'm. I'm just asking because I don't. My point is, people are different. They hear things. They hear information. They react differently. You know, if I hear something and Steve hears something, we may totally react differently. He may love it. I may think, oh, that's not going to work out. It's just, you know, and that's all, I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not doubting Melissa. I understand where she's coming from. I really do. I do. But I just want people to understand where Raven came from. And, yeah. you know, she got portrayed as the bad guy, and she still is. Obviously, she still is, and she's still going through this health crisis, and people are still portraying her like that. I mean, when when can it stop? Yeah, and it was it was it was it was it was, it was, it was, it was horrible during. During the airing of that season, as the season was going on, I remember reading a whole bunch of the comments on Twitter 
about her and everything. And yeah, actually, the fans there were, were numerous, really against there were, her. Yeah. There were there were there were numerous uh, animations of her stuffing her face uh, that season. Um, there was all kinds of crap. This, I know. This is, just, this is this is just this is just from me being uninformed uh, about this condition. But is it possible that? You know, there are different kinds of severity and that maybe just now things have started to pick up again. That maybe it wasn't well, it wasn't as I, severe. I, I, I can I can as, I can tell you from knowing her for the last what? Shit. I've known her before she went on the damn show. Got what, five years? I don't know. I mean, she's been She's had that condition forever. I mean, yeah. she she basically, when I first knew her, living 15 miles from her, she was like a dancer. She was, she had like a dance studio. And that's yeah, how I we remember, got to know each other. She that. ends up on the damn show, and then she tells me, um... I want to tell you about this. And and then I hear it, and it's like, wow. And then it comes out on the damn show, and it's like everyone thinks she's lying. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, and that's that's kind of on the that's kind of on production part. And on in all honesty, I think that's kind of on how production presented it because you know that you this is why I think that if people go on the show with certain conditions or whatnot, like, uh, like Eddie, for example, well, I'm not, this is obviously very hard to, uh, to hide, but, uh, the winner of the first season, Eddie, he had one leg, you know, obviously it's very hard to hide that, but you know, it's, this is why I think that if people have conditions that are on the show, uh, like Ian with autism, uh, for example, it I, I understand shining a light on it because it it, it uh, you know it it uh, makes people more knowledgeable of the situation. But there's also this also allows production like like uh, like Big Brother's production team or. Survivors production team to really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To sort to sort of maximize for 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 them to air on the show, so that you know it'll get people behind that certain person. Well, well I'm I'm telling you this. And, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Ray and I are friends. We we know each other. We grew up close together. Um, she told me about this before she went on there because she was worried about it. She was very worried about this coming out. And I, I, my advice was just be honest, just be who you are, you know. 
If it comes out, it comes out. Just be who you are. And it does. And it's like she gets crucified. And I think that's I think that's total bullshit. When you crucify somebody over a health condition. Yeah, because nobody because because nobody knows what that person is feeling except for that person. Nobody nobody can can really tell you what's going on inside another person's body except for right. the person that's actually And even even though like Melissa even though like Melissa has a daughter that's been through the same thing, all patients aren't the same. Everyone is not the same. Some patients do better, some patients suck. They don't do very good. Um and I'm not making fun of that. I'm not making fun. I'm just trying to stress a point. Um, I'm I'm just I don't know. I don't know if I'm Jim, begging. Then before the show is over, I don't I don't know if I'm begging. I'm just asking you to give Raven a chance because she's a good girl. She's really a good girl. She's got a great life going on right now. She really does. Jim, before the show's over, can we kind of go back to kind of wanted to maybe lighten it up a little bit? Because there's something I really wanted to share about with, about Survivor, actually kind of go back to Survivor. Of course. And Do we have time? We can lighten it up a little bit? Because yes, I wasn't able, cause I wasn't yeah, able go, to go be on it. your villain go show. Go for it, baby. Okay, we'll lighten it up a little bit, because I really wanted to share this with y'all, but um, with the villain show, because I would have if I would have been there. First, I wanted to say I was in total agreement with your first two picks, because they would have been mine also. Johnny Fairplay as the second, and then the top with Russell. So I was in full-blown agreement with that one, big time, y'all. And I was also I in agreement with that Colton Crumbie, now, the, the reason I'm getting to this, I've got some stories because I knew Colton before he was even on Damn Survivor. There was a Big Brother show. This was going back now, Rachel's first season, going back to Rachel, actually. But Rachel's first season, there were, there was, um, the show is no longer on, but um, they used to do, there were these two girls that were doing a show. And this Colton was calling in, okay? And he was from high school, and he hated Rachel, and he would go off on her big time, and he was a and he was a spoiled brat, and he was talking about where he lived. He was up in a treehouse or something or other. You know, he was just so he was so repulsive when he'd call in. And these girls that ran the show, anytime he'd call, they would just be like, "Oh, Colton," and I'd think, "Ah." Oh. This kid is just so obnoxious. And then when I first heard Colton Grumby's voice on Survivor, I was like, oh, my goodness, that's him. <laughs> oh, uh, Kansas, I will, Kansas, I will add to your point. Um, I knew Colton before he got on the show. Um, he told me that. They told him to just sit tight, and they'd get back to him, and 
he had told them his favorite player was uh, Shannon Elkins. And oh, he, he, he told me, he said they told me they'd get back to me, but I don't think they will. And then they got back to him. So I knew all about Colton Cundy, and I could not stand that prick. Oh, my goodness. It was so crazy <laughs> that that kid that I used to listen to on that podcast was actually was actually been on the show. It was nuts. It was on Survivor. It was crazy. It was so oh crazy. My God, I hated that guy. I hated that guy. Just nuts. But here's my other one. Johnny Fairplay. This is why I'm I really can't stand this jerk. He was on a show another podcast for Big Brother. He was on with Howie and Ollie from um Ollie from season ten, the one that was with April. And I was calling in not to talk to Johnny Fairplay, but I really wanted to talk to Howie, and I really wanted to talk to Ollie, you know. And every time a man called in, you know, he was – Johnny Fairplay would pipe in. All Big Brother fans were idiots. This is is what he'd say. We were were all idiots. We were all disgusting and stupid morons and whatever. And it's – I hated him. He was on that reality show where he crapped in that girl's bed, and he was sleeping with this one and that one, talking about the girls like they were all sluts. I hated him. And that was when Danny Bonaducci smashed his face in. Remember that? But I call in, and I just said, you know, and I just, and I was just ready to talk to Howie and whatever, and he pipes in, oh, another one of these. And I said, shut the F up. And I didn't say F. I said, shut the <laughs> yeah. And I said, shut up, fair play. I don't take any shit. And I'm laying into him. And you want to hear what he said to me? I can tell. This is, listen to this one. I can tell. You're a big, fat, 300-pound ugly Ellison, and nobody wants to F you. This is what he's saying to me. And I said, honey, you don't know what I look like, but I know what you look like. I said, put us in a beauty contest right next to each other. You and me, bud. (laughs) This is what he's telling me, Jim. I'm a big 300-pound disgusting Uh, elephant. Well, you know, know, Howie's got a lot of criticism over the years. The way he talked to Big Brother fans and just people in general, he was so disgusting. But you know what I said to him? I'm glad Danny Bonaducci smashed your face in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. oh, man. He was such a jackass. Listen, listen, I think um, I, I, I am in Atlanta, but I... I do think I'm looking at this right. I think we've only got a, a about a minute left. Is that right? <laughs> Let everybody get yep, need their, they need to they need to get their goodbyes in. Um and we'll be here next week as soon as I figure out what the hell we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Steve goes is another uh, hour. I'm just being honest because I have no idea yet, but I'll come up with something. Well, this survivor 